river kingdoms are a constantly shifting group of city-states, kingdoms and fiefdoms, rising and falling through the machinations of would-be conquerors, wars, assassinations, games of politics, and dangerous monsters. South of Brevoy sits the Stolen Lands. Stolen from what and when are a matter of some debate. Currently overrun by bandits and monsters. Brevoy seeks to aid in the establishment of new kingdoms, buffer states, run by anyone strong enough and clever enough to carve a kingdom out of the savage wilderness. Caelan Thorne, the mercenary who would be king, believes he is that man. Herein lies his tale of wilderness exploration, monsters, politics, romantic entanglements, ancient gods, and war. Heavy indeed is the head that wears the crown. Sugarfueled Gamers, in association with RPGMP3.com, present Kingmaker, a Paizo Adventure Path. A word to our listeners. This game is often interrupted. Whenever this happens, you'll hear our editor's tone to let you know when a segment of recording has been removed until we resume gaming. Episode 50. Okay. So, when last we left our heroes, you had effortlessly penetrated Mordecai's ancient tomb of secrets and mysteries. Yep. Um, had... In all fairness, we snuck in the back way. Fought a very mildly difficult encounter with the... Dread zombie Maester Pedro. Yep, which I'm still super pissed about. Who is just kind of standing around going... Uh, yeah. Um, and... You had interrogated him extensively. You had found out that a centaur prisoner, one would assume is a myth, um, is being held on this floor. Um, that the bodies of the Varnheld colonists are being held here. Um... And you found behind several secret doors uh, what appears to be some sort of uh, oculus chamber that has some sort of link. You you are theorizing a link with the eye of Azathoth. Um, and you conducted a divination on what will happen if we smash this. You got the pupil shatters the socket. The greatest harm ever dealt will come to the master. In moments, all his fury will fall upon this chamber. And then you were just debating whether you were going to throw down with Vordekai at this point, or look look at other options. So, um, Kaelin sits and thinks for a moment, um, his um, sword balanced on his knees, and then he um, stands up, takes a few passes with the sword, and nods to himself. Oh, I don't like the chance we'll be taking with Samantha. But the last was daft enough to come down here. And... I can't square it myself with myself to pass up this opportunity. Whether we are ready for him or no, we will have to confront him sooner or later. At least here we control the situation. We're as well rested as we're getting, and he's as unprepared as he's getting. By the time we get her, find us get her out and find a safe way out of here, there's a good chance we'll have alerted him. And if I go back for Corwin just because he's got a better weapon for this kind of thing, he, th- I don't think there's any way Mordecai won't have spotted that we've been in and out again. 
Oh, I've scarcely come entirely unprepared. She rummages around in her bag. Out comes a cold iron warhammer. It looks of masterwork quality. He says, it's not magical, but I can make it so with this handy dandy scroll. Good stuff. Um, I also have this if it's of use to you, and Caitlin fishes in his bag and produces a vial of oil of bliss weapon. Which, um, as I have written down, makes it magic, um, magic for DR purposes and confirms crits on evil creatures. Uh, um, it is... Let me just have a glance here at this weapon. <laughs> Paladin level... Uh, where did that come from? Uh, plus one heart and minus a fifth. Striking evil corporeal creatures. The weapon also becomes good, which she doesn't think you'll need. Okay, uh, she will hold that on the basis that um, if her if her magical weapon gets dispelled because it's a spell going on it, it'll be screwed forever. Yeah, and she might need another method of remagicizing it. Yeah, um, but bless weapon in this situation will do no more than magic weapon will because he can't be critted. Right, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Or at, at which point... And his damage reduction doesn't require it to be good aligned. Sweet. Alright. Um, that's fine. Then um, if she doesn't use it, I'll have it back afterwards. Um, I also have a um, potion of shield of faith plus four if you would like it. Uh, that's probably overkill. Okay. <laughs> um, given that, you know, you might need it more than her. Yes, but I've got a ring of deflection plus two. And so. she's got a spell of shield of faith plus three. Okay, so. yes, alright. Um, when she goes adventuring with you, she prepares multiple shields of faith, which is very thoughtful of her. Um, although you know, I've been, I've, I, at this point, I probably want them as much for their healing as anything else, given I'm now wearing the ring of deflection. Mm-hmm. All right, um, all right. Let's have a look around at the terrain and make a bit of a plan. Okay, so um, I have a question for you. Yes. Um, do you want me to describe that for you? Or yeah, that'd be helpful. Start, start off by telling me what I'm looking at here. Okay, so that little slide room further is close to you. Yeah. Uh, you might actually want to mark um, a green mark at this end. That is where the carving of the Eye of Atlas offers. Okay, so, so this end? Yeah, along that wall, the whole wall. Cool. That's the thing that you're smashing, basically. As to the rest of it, it's basically secret door going out into the chamber that was... Um, we couldn't figure out the purpose of it, didn't have much of anything in it? Uh, yeah, one of them was a... Um, uh, yeah, there's uh, the, the one before it was a funeral preparation. Ah, uh, yeah, this is the mortuary room, and then this one didn't have much of anything in it, right? Yeah. Correct. And then this is the actual mausoleum where the centaur, yeah, the cyclopses mul- could be buried. There were multiple secret doors there. Yeah. You may open or shut them at your leisure before you start doing this. Yeah. To control the situation. Um, and this here is the path out and the tar pits back over here somewhere. Yeah. Given Michaela and I want to fight him in melee range, I'll talk to her about it first, but my money is we close everyone. Because, you know, we have melee bludgeoning weapons that can hurt him and range, ranged options which mostly can't. Um, draw the other door in that I've forgotten off the map. That one is shut. You haven't been yep. up it yet. Sweet. And that's what we came in. That's what we came in. Cool. 
Alright, so we will go through and shut all of these doors. Vaguely, tar pits over here. Yep, sweet as. Um, you want to shut them all? Shut them all. Okay. Mark them across. Yep. There's one in front of this tar pit corridor too, if you so desire to. Yep. Okay, all the secret doors are shut. Yep. Um, they do actually require not a lot of brute strength. You'd power through them. Yeah. You'd probably assume Vorticai could as well. He may not be, he may or may not be as strong as you, but he's presumably as a cyclopean lich strong enough to open the doors in his own base. Yeah. Um, next question is, um, not Pedrod. Um, yeah. Does he have any capacity to injure Vorticai? Uh, yes, plenty. Cool, that's fine. I don't need to know what it is. Whether or not any of it will work is another question. But he's not out of... He's not basically out of spells or nothing. No. Cool. And among other things, you know, given that you're fighting Vordekai, having him stand around and um, pick his nose seems to... And, you know, take hits or whatever seems to be a useful thing. is fully... Given Kalen's planning to destroy him before we get out of here, the... um, I'm totally using him as cannon fodder. Um, and I think it's what Pedro would want me to do. I will need a Dungeon Master's Guide down here. Yes. I can get you anything else you need as well. But it looks like you've got a player's monster manual already. And I have um, already looked up the relevant lich stuff that I need. It's not that hard. Because he's not like a full lich or nothing. Uh, no, because they simply don't derive that many special abilities that aren't already explained clearly in the stat block. Oh, sweet. It's things like they've got his paralysis with save DC blah. Yeah. And I've now looked it up and confirmed that it's actually will rather than fought. <laughs> I'm now carrying, because I just, because I got Skyball, I'm now carrying three longbows. I have a longbow, a spear, longbow, and Skyball. I'm probably pretty lo- longbow heavy. Alright. Uh-huh. Okay. Um. All right. Um. So then, my question. Yep. Um. Can if um Vordekai would have come off a potion that somebody else had left stashed about the place and drunk it and drank it, would it help harm her more? Neither. Is that something? Uh, a potion of cure, sorry, a potion of cure light wounds. It would be poison to him functionally. It would injure him. Sweet. That's what I thought. Okay, um, Kaelin wants to stash a couple of potions about the room, yep. so that we have a cache that, we, so that if somebody's pummeled and um, wants to um, pick them up, yep. they have an opportunity to do so. Because you know, fishing in your bag for stuff isn't always the safest way. So he is going to hide a potion of cure light and a potion of cure moderate yep. in his own self. Um, in his own little pile of garbage that looks like nothing in particular. Yeah. You can roll the check. Yeah, they're not, they're not going to be able to be tremendously well hidden because you don't want to make them hard for you to get out. Yeah. Um, but my theory is that Vordekai's not going to be staring deeply at the corners and, that you know, if he drinks them he'll regret it, but um, it's just laying out the, the map a little bit. And the other thing I wanted to do is shut the doors. All right. Um... So, in terms of um, buffing style things, yep. um, I've got a potion of Bear's Endurance I would like to drink, yep. and I would like Michaela to cast Death Ward on both of us before I do this thing. Yep. So, let's get out Michaela and Michaela. Yep. Set up here as well. Uh, 
to put our undead friend away. Um, I can go and get him back, or we can just use a random. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with a. That, that's a vaguely patriotic looking guy. Mm-hmm. He can just be a bit less undead for this outing. I think I'll be able to remember he's a zombie. So, if you are preparing to do this, and your, yep. your master plan is you're basically just going to hack the wall repeatedly with your adamantine greatsword until something happens. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yes. And then, obviously, I will want to switch to my heavy flail for, um, actually fighting Vordekai, but I'll, you know, work across that in yeah, the combat. Yeah, but- but you want the great... You, no, if I you're want playing, the, you're the maximum amount of damage. Yeah, no, I want to start with the Adamantine Greatsword. Okay. Okay, that's as well then. I suppose we should move into position, position and prepare. Aye, but before we do... Caelan will clap her on the shoulder. Thank you for coming down here with me. I... No one can count on you to have my back, even in a situation as desperate as this one. Thank you. We have done everything as well as we can. This is as prepared as we can be. She swallows. Let us see what happens next. Aye. Okay, so she will cast her shield of faith on herself. Yep. Okay, so you up a couple of points. Um, she will also cast two cure miners on herself on the assumption that she's not going to um, be using Melsfield, which returns her to full hit points. Cool. Uh, do you want anything of that ilk? Um, yeah, that'd be great. Because um, you, you might as well start on full hit points. Yeah, I think um, on the whole what I will actually do is drink a potion of Cure Light because okay. I am far enough down that... Um, May I have a glass of water? At which point I'll um, take whatever she's got spare. One, two, three. Cool. That's two down, at which point, you know, I realise everyone might count, but... So, I um, am drinking my potion of Bear's Endurance. Mm-hmm. Which um, boosts my con by four. Yep. Death ward. Death ward. Sweet. So death ward. And um, what's the boost? Boosting my con by four gives me a plus two bonus, which is um, two times my level. Correct. Points. Cool. Right, and I am full nine. Oh, and uh, well, Michaela is in here twiddling. That's like 18 temporary hit points, isn't it, effectively? Or just plain, plain 18 hit points? Uh, functionally, yes. Yeah, sweet. Uh, Michaela will paste a charge of her wand of false life. Uh, goes up by 12 temporary hit points. Go. Uh, I believe that's going to be... Much enough. I want to do at this stage. And 
it. Unless she wants to borrow my necklace of fireballs, because I'm probably not going to be using it this fight. No. No. She doesn't desperately want to be chucking fireballs at you. No, no. Uh, and just before this begins, she will disappear. Cool. Cast invisibility on herself. Okay. Um, so we, we have this timed out to the, you know, count, count, count. Um, Kaelin has a little, um, Kaelin says something just before, uh, as Michaela begins casting, and, and quite quietly, and just before, um, she disappears and he begins carving into the wall. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Holds the adamantine greatsword in both hands and looks at the wall. This place was raised to the worship of the Lords of the Outer Dark. In the name of all the gods, odds of both good and ill, who have come to guard this world, and in the name of the Fey Lords and Ladies who sacrificed so much to protect us from you, in the name of all the peoples of this world, Caelan of Stagthorn has a message for you, and for those who worship you. This is our world now. You are not welcome here. And he brings the great sword down in what he judges to be the most important area. Alright. And begins hacking the shit out of it. Roll for initiative. <laughs> Eight. You count on Kaelin in these circumstances. Uh, Seventeen, Michaela. Yep. Uh, put um, not paid rod in on his own separate stand. Yep. Uh, on 15? Yep. I'll um, rub him off and make him black to show that he's now our ally. And Fortikai on 17. Is he above or below Michaela? Above. Okay. Ask you to put little of yourselves on the map. Yep. Kaelin is hacking. Um, Pedro is standing around looking, you know, targety, I would say, unless Michaela has another placement for him. No, that's good. And left to her own devices, Michaela will be back against the wall on the basis that she doesn't want to be standing next to you because Vorticai the large cyclops is going to block this entire room. Yeah. Preventing you from getting to each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or does she want to be standing next to you? No, I'm I'm good with. I'm he, she, he should be flankable, but yeah. not sneak attackable. So that's yeah. not a major concern. Yeah. 
um, would you rather have her standing next to you so she can potentially cast spells on you, or um, I think separately so we're harder to target space wise. Yep, no problem. Okay, and so Kaylin brings up the great sword, and you carve a slice straight down the wall, basically straight through the middle of the eye. Yep. Um, there is this elaborate magical carving, or there is this elaborate carving of the eye, um, stylized in oh so many intricate little ways, um, and then the incredibly engraved relief in the middle of it, about the size of the palm of your hand, and Kaylin cuts through this, and you notice an effect pretty much immediately. As you smash through this, the great sword does not go through solid stone like butter, because it is actually still solid stone. You have to grunt and heave at this. You are not have by no strict imagination destroyed the wall. However, you have cut a big slice from top to bottom straight through the eye. And as you do this, the carvings break apart. Um, and you can feel just this hum of power radiating off it as a bunch of magical energy leaves the thing and just goes out all over the room. And that is round one. And there is no other immediate reaction to this. You feel the outrush of power. Yeah. The carving seems to go and flicker slightly. But nothing happens. So it looks like it is broken at this point? It does look like it's broken. It hasn't exploded into a million bits, because you simply can't deal it that much damage in one hit. Yeah. Um, But... Okay, I will have... You think, as as far as you can understand, this has worked from the point of view you're going for. Okay. Nothing immediately happens. Okay, um, if we get another round, next round, Kaelin will sheet the break sword and draw his flail, which happens instantly. Effectively... Vordekai does nothing appreciable yep. for his round. We skip through to Michaela, Pedro, and you. Yeah. And until Vordekai actually appears, we'll just keep going through yep. you. So at this point, you stab the eye, nothing happens. Yep. Round two. Yeah, draw draw um draw flail and at this point spin round and hold action for Vordekai. Yep. To okay. hit him when he appears. Michaela has her um Warhammer out and we'll do uh, basically the same. Um, she will, in fact, ready a charge to hit him. Yep. Um, and she actually gives Pedron specific orders. You know, in in a few moments, Mordecai should be appearing in this room. Unleash everything you have on him. Then endeavor to die for our fleeting tactical advantage. Is Sweet. basically the orders she's giving him. Sweet. That's the spirit. Um, so that's round two. Yep. Uh, round three, nothing happens. Yep. Continue to. Um... Yep. Round four. Yep. There is a flash of light. Yep. That's the thing about cuffing, casting all the buff spells in advance. Is we didn't have actually anything to do with our three tactical rounds, but bears endurance is minutes per level as well, isn't it? Yes, yes, yeah. it'll last. I, I thought so. Endless length of time. Yeah, you know, like it's only three minutes, but that's the. Yeah, yeah I, I really think it's at the point where we're talking um, thirty rounds. Right. You feel a sudden. You feel a sudden impact on you, um, as something hits you, and you sort of uh, very slightly winded, 
as the flash of light seems to appear around you and then is shunted slightly back from you as Mordecai endeavours to teleport into an occupied square. Ah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he takes an extremely minor amount of damage. Yep. And then is standing directly in front of you. Sweet. So there is a sudden flash of light. Um, and what you can see is this Cyclopean Lich figure. Um, I don't think... You haven't actually seen him before, have you? Uh, Shadowed in your visions? Yeah, I, I, I saw a, a figure on a throne. But I, I, I didn't see what the figure looked like. I've shown you that lovely picture of him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, just get the lights on. So you can see... So he appears, there's the flash of light that's like shunt away from you. Kaylin feels like someone's just winded him momentarily. You don't yeah. actually take damage from this. Uh, not only the teleporter takes damage from this, so you can't aggro teleport into people <laughs> and kill them. It's <laughs> good to know. Um, and Vordekai is standing there, this incredibly tall, gaunt figure. There is still flesh upon his bones. Um, loosely, but it is incredibly sallow and sunken. It is clinging to him. You can see the ribs, not just the ribs, but even the thigh bones and everything through it. He is grossly unnatural, and for a brief moment, a wave of fear sweeps through you, and you feel the need to just turn and flee from this thing. But you are strong enough and experienced enough and have faced enough challenges that his fear aura does nothing to you. Ah, it's for lower level creatures? For creatures of five or less hit dice. They Sweet. flee from Vordekai uh, on a failed will save. Yeah. Um, then you see a couple of other things about Vordekai. Uh, he is completely unarmed and unarmored, as far as you can tell. Um, although you understand liches have natural attacks. Yeah, yeah. Horrible negative energy things and that. Um, and there are a couple of things about him. He has a bunch of nicks in his flesh that look like they have not recovered. Um, they look like little burn marks where something about the width of a finger has touched him and sort of burned into the flesh. You've actually had marks vaguely like that on you. It looks vaguely like what the Soul Eater did to you. Uh, this is the remnants of, the, of his battle with the Soul Eater that got sent back. It doesn't look like it's any hit point damage that has been done to him has been long since recovered. But um, it looks like he is suffering other ill effects from it. Moreover, the second one is much more obvious. He Instead of an eye socket, instead of an eye altogether... He has this big red gem in there that is glowing and glinting. Only it is cracked clean in half as if someone has put a big whopping slice straight down the middle of it. And it is bleeding what looks like ruby red juice all over his face and his and his eye. And he looks in horrible pain and is actively staggering as he appears in here. Um, the eye, however, does track round towards you sees you, and he almost howls in pain. You! 
Possibly. But you did tell me you were going to kill me anyway, so, you know, what the hell? And Kellen Wolf, ready to action, goes off and he swings for Vordekai. Yep. Okay, and it is a natural one. Yep. Or is it? Uh, also, technically speaking, uh, Michaela being the higher initiative, she goes off first. Okay, that's fine. Um, so, as he appears, she will charge him. Yep. And then I'm going to re-roll that natural one. Yeah, pretty much so. It's only the order. So, can she, can she charge him straight through Pedron? Yeah, because she'll get Pedron to move out of her way. Sweet. Having um, prepared for this yep. eventuality. Michaela, being less prone to machismo, just stabs, just goes and stabs him in the back while I'm still Well, talking. she's actually trying to sneak up on him invisibly. Yeah. Uh, I think we'll probably want hero points for this fight. Yes. Oh. Yes, it, it might be a tad on the crucial side. It's only the scariest, um, possibly the scariest villain of the whole campaign. The Gadron Lab, you might say. I don't know who else is in the curse, but no, no one. There are no other villains in the curse. The curse throne. So at least it's just Gadron Lan all the way because you like his voice so damn much. Yeah, not even minions, just him over and over and over again. Yeah. Every fight. Now, is that actually all there? It looks like a little uh, yeah, some more that have just been casually stashed down the bottom. Yeah, but you don't want those ones. <laughs> They're the bad ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how many's Caitlin do? Uh, six, thank you. Good lord. So it'll be brief. Three, four, five, six. Thank you. Okay, well, a much more reasonable three. Yep. Oh, look at that! It's the trumpet! Mm-hmm. And another con card, and the rest of these are just random crap. Okay, so... She will start as she means to go on and start with her best her best shot. Yeah. Uh, which actually won't be the Warhammer. Yeah. It will be a cure serious wounds. Okay. Well he, well, he can't see it coming, and well, he's flat-footed against her touch attack. Yeah. So, Vordekai looks back at you. You would dare. You would dare to. And then, suddenly appearing behind him is Michaela, who doesn't just gently poke him, but more or less drives his fist in. Her first in, uh, on a flat-footed touch attack, she will hit with that. Sweet. We'll not need to re-roll her crappy damage. Her crappy d20. And he makes a will save for half. Which I suspect. To the shock of no one, he will succeed at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Flinches just slightly as light and energy wash over him and deal him 10 damage. Yep. Not a bad start, nonetheless. And, um... Then, um... Kaelin's foot slips, and then it's like it doesn't. And he re-rolls his, um... Flail attack on Vordekai as he rolls a 1 and then activates his ability. Yep. And gets a 5, which is also not great. So that is um, 
You are flanking him. So he's not flat-footed. Uh, yeah, he's not flat-footed against you. Yeah, because he knew I was there. Uh, well, maybe not. It, 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 and Michaela it, appears, of course, yeah. as she does this. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, sixteen plus two is eighteen. Plus five is uh, twenty-three. Yeah. Will that hit? Uh, no, it will not. Yep, that's fine. It was a, it was a five but on the dice. You are barely missing him. Yep. But you are missing him. Yep. If you wish to spend hero points on it, you can. If not... Uh, the only particular advantage you are deriving is that he is temporarily... Um, no, it's not temporary flat-footed. No, no, it's it's purely the getting one good hit in. I don't think it's worth spending the hero point on. I'm going to just miss him at that point. And, um... So, Kellen will take a swing and miss him. Michaela takes a swing and connects with him. Um, how does the initiative track go, given we both had readied actions go off, but we were under Vordekai? Uh, it's... Vordekai appears, yeah. which is the condition for the readied action, but you have to go, um... You'll, you'll have to go after him because he has to actually appear first. It's yep. not a matter of when he starts pulling his sword out and we hack him. Yeah. It's once he's in the room. Yeah. So technically it goes, Michaela, you move above Pedron. Yeah. Oh, that's worth. Yeah. Of course, and Vordekai uses his standard action to teleport in. Yeah. And then it goes round to Pedron's turn. Yeah. Yep, sweet. Okay. Imagine can't cast all his useful spells on other people. Nope, personal rage only. Uh, this could be a slightly sad effort. Uh, Pedron silently brings his hand up, points his finger at Vordekai, and a thin ray of fire shoots out from it, followed by another one. So you're scorching raisin. Ah, nice. Uh, and both of those will hit. Sweet. Uh, even taking into account the minus four. Five. Nine. Five. Six. Four. For 21 points of damage. Sweet. And he's not immune to... And he's presumably not immune to fire. He doesn't seem to be either immune to fire or have any particular spell resistance. Yep. This just happens. Fantastic. Okay, and then... It is Vorakai. <laughs> he stills himself for half a second. Invisibility. You think to hide from me, child. I was ancient before you were born. I see you everywhere. His eye glows slightly as he says this, and then chips crack slightly more and bleeds this ruby liquid all over his face, and he, ah! As whatever he is attempting to do with it doesn't work. Yep. Um, then he, you, no, no, what have you done? To my eye! Uh, can't do that, I 
な Does not succeed in casting us defensively. Uh, so he will lose the spell. Okay. He endeavours to cast something, brings his arms up, trying to guide them, trying to keep one hand clutched over his eye, and the spell simply fizzles out without effect. Okay. Because that's the penalty of cast defensively. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's cast and provoke the hit. Or, or cast just defensively, you don't, you don't, you, you don't he doesn't get two swings at, from us, Correct. but on the other hand, he loses the spell. Correct. Okay, I'm, I'm okay with that. Uh, and he cannot move, so that's him. Yep. And it is Michaela. Uh, actually. Unless he wants to try and trample Michaela too. But that's, that's a standard end. Yep, no, he's good for the moment. Yep, cool. We'll wait until it happens. Uh, yes, Michaela. You are older than me. That doesn't make you wiser than me. Looks like we co- looks like we bedded the bear in his lair. You'll pay for what you've done to Vanholt. We have friends there. Whack! Has to crack it in with the old warhammer. Uh, oh gods, yes, smash! The Warhammer smashes into him. Oh, uh, she's cast magic weapon on it during her bath. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I forgot I, to announce it. But I, I, I realized that you'd forgotten, but I just kind of assumed, given we had like all the bath time at four extra rounds. Uh, and that does him ten points of damage as it hits his bones. And instead of just bouncing off, there's a splintering noise. <laughs> yep. All right. And then it is Kaylin who will full attack. I'm not power attacking at this stage. Yep. I'm still um, reading his um, AC. Uh, that is 17 plus 16 plus 2, which yep. I assume hits. Oh, yes. Yep. Um, if it doesn't, you'll be in for a bit of grief. Yeah, yeah I know. I'm just checking in because I didn't hit him the last time, but I'm kind of assuming that's a, that makes the difference. Okay, so... It is plus... Seven and um, I get the. Uh, I presume he is a creature type undead. Oh God, yes. Yep. Okay. Okay. So that is augmented undead, in fact. Yep. Fifteen uh, plus nine is um, twenty-four points of magic bludgeoning undead bane damage. Oh. All right. Uh, he is showing light signs of injury at this point. Yep. And then um, I get. Uh, so, what is this? Let's write this out. So, it is plus uh, 
14 to hit, plus 2 for the bane, and plus 2 for the flank. Alright, so that is currently 18 plus 12, 30 to hit on my second uh, swing. Yep. Okay. You hit him. Not relatively easily. He is not particularly dodgy, but as you hit him, you realize there are shields of force around him. Yeah. Pushing your blade back. Cool. And that. Your flail back, rather. So that's worth knowing. So that is. uh, 14 plus 7 is 21. Another 21 on the second. Second flail attack as the flail seems hungry to crush. (laughs) Specifically, Vortikai. Staggers back away from this. Bloody hell, that felt good. Looks at the wounds he has done slightly alarmed. Uh, in the background, Pedron raises his hands and throws a couple of shimmering balls of light at him, at which point a field of force just manifests itself between Vortikai and it, yep. and they bounce off doing nothing. Yep, he's got shield up and it negates magic missile, I presume. But Catelyn doesn't know it in any case, so Pedron does something which doesn't work. Wait. Wait. There is no reason this needs to end badly for you. You have extraordinary strength. Join me and I will show you power the likes of which you have never seen. You think that you can harm me, but what I'll do not mistake my allowance and indulgence for weakness. And he brings his arms up and endeavors to cast something again. Casting defensively again. Uh, succeeds comfortably this time. Yeah, yeah, I didn't figure that was just going to keep working. But the, I, I regard the realm that we got without him zapping us as a um, considerable blessing. Uh, and nothing obvious appears to happen as a consequence of this. Uh, Michaela makes us, gets a spellcraft check, which she fails. Yep, that's fine. So he does something, it doesn't seem to manifest any particularly flashy abilities. Yep, that's fine. Um, and he will sit on his thumbs. Yep. Alright, so um, as a speaking as a free action, Kaelin will... I don't want your power. Look what power's done to you. I have all the power I need. I want my people safe. I want my family safe. I didn't start this fight. You came after me. Now I'm coming after you. And Michaela uh, will once again, I think, just take a wagon. Yep. Uh, we'll miss him. Yep, that's we'll fine. Back to you. Yep. We'll see what happens when I try and whack him this time now that he's got whatever the heck that was up. Yep. Okay, uh, Kaelin rolls one yep. and re rolls. Okay, um, so 8 plus 18 is... 26 is a hit. Yep, is a hit. Yes. Okay. And um, that is uh, uh, 9 
plus nine, another 18 points of damage, assuming it all still hits as it did. Okay. You hit him this time, right square in the ribs again, and this time the flail just bounces off ineffectually. It does nothing to him whatsoever. Huh. Yikes. You see, when I do not indulge you, you have no power over me. Yield and serve me, and I will not conquer Stagthorn, nor cast its citizens into the darkness. There are kingdoms beyond it. This clockwork king is as big a threat to me as he is to you. Yield, Galen Thorn. And there is Pedrod. Yeah, so I can take my second attack, but the first attack... You can indeed take your second attack, if you so choose. Yeah, um... I will do so, yep. just to... Um, Kalen says, never. And, um... Gets a very solid hit off. I presume, I presume it bounces off in affection. It likewise bounces off in affection. Roll damage. Okay. Alright. Um, that is. Uh, 23. Yes, it bounces off in affection. Okay. Uh, Alright. Maester of Hadron, ready for the awesome. He casts another spell. Uh, and we stick a little dice mark three under him. Yep. Three flickering images appear and dance in and out around him. Yep. And then he draws his non-magical dagger and moves into the flank. Yeah, yes. <laughs> okay. But in my defense... Utilising his best options available. Now, in all fairness, if I had left him the magical dagger, it's still a bludgeoning weapon, it would have been completely ineffectual in any case. Yep, but he can still provide a flank, so yep. that's what he's doing here. Cool, that's fine. He's complying with Michaela's instructions to the best of his capacities. Yep. Because self-preservation no longer enters into his interests. Yep. Alright, and it is Vordekai. You see... Your weapon is not meant to harm me. It is meant for your enemies. They are the ones that you should slay. Thrice will I ask thee and done, Caelan Thorn. Will you yield? Nay. So be it then. Their blood is on your hands. And he endeavours to cast again. Uh, cast defensively, successfully. Uh, the eye is still clearly troubling him in some fashion. Uh, and then you feel his voice in your head. Kill the woman. She is your enemy. Strike. You feel a compulsive need to obey his will and go kill Michaela. Can you roll me a will save? Okay. Uh, 
That would be a 27. And for half a moment you go to step past him, the flail raised, and then, no, no. Aristotle is with you. Get out of my head. And you throw him off. Casting this on you, quick as light, he flicks a hand backwards to Michaela and casts a quicken spell. Oh, nice! Uh, as he does this one, something begins to form in the palm of his hands a small ball of something, and then he <laughs> drops what he is doing entirely and clutches at his eye, as whatever you have done to the eye is um, obviously causing some of his spells to fail based on some sort of check or random chance or whatever that he is making. And it just fizzles out. He cannot maintain the concentration on it. I'm starting to feel like this is a good sound tactical move, even though I am slightly concerned by what I suspect to be really high-end DR that he's got up. I wish the god would brought a scroll of dispelled magic. Uh, is Vortikai? Michaela? Is this allowed? Uh, no, um, Kaelin does... Um, Kaelin doesn't know it's DR. The player thinks it's DR. Right. Um, I think, but I will have Kaelin. Well, we've hurt you somehow. I just wish we knew how to get through whatever you've got up. I will endeavour to. I will endeavour to dispel his protections. Hold on. Veils, part for me. Remove his magics. And she will throw dispel magic at him. Oh, fantastic! She's got it. That's so good. Yep. On her prepared list of spells. She is so clever. This was an excellent decision. So, I don't think she wants to. She will target it to spell him. Yep, seems clever. Uh, right, and makes checks against every spell he has up, but not his magic items and all that sort of thing. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, and you see nothing much of this beyond um, the veil on her face flickers a lot, but she doesn't throw out giant flashy rays or anything like that. It's yeah. not in her style. Uh, so she makes some castle level checks against all his spells. Yep. Uh, what does he have on? No. He is going against 11 plus his spells cast a level, so that would be... Right, second one will work. First one will fail, second one will work. Third one will work. Uh, and some of the... Oh, sorry, there's a fourth one on there. That one will fail. Some of the light flickering and coursing around him seems to disappear. I have removed two spells from him. One of them protect, One of the protection. I don't know what the other one was. Good work, Les. And did she cast that defensively, or oh, oh she, yeah, she has to. Oh wait, 
Does she? Oh, because he's got natural attacks, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, she will actually step back, five foot step back at this point. Yeah. Um, but he's got reach? He does have reach. He's a yep. large sized creature. So yes, she will have to cast this defensively, and yes, she will do so. Yep. Uh, which she will succeed at. These. This is, it's only a third level spell, so yep. it's only a 15 concentration check. The sh- yep. the shit and I was totally prepared to throw a fate point at that to ensure she's The shit he's chucking around is a bit higher level. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That is the Caitlin. Cool. Caitlin will swing at Vordekai. Just regular at this stage, but um, I'll power attack next round if I still can't get through. Yep. So, um, let's see if that will help. Okay, so... Uh, 25 to hit, which I believe is a miss. Uh, you uh, or may you not are be. not flanking him, but you can be trivially with a 5 foot step. Yes, yeah, I, I will 5 foot step, yep. Are uh, you counting the flank in your calculation? I am counting the flank. Uh, so previously, this wasn't a strong enough blow to penetrate. This time it cuts through, smashes through some of his protections, are diminished. Okay. His AC has gone down. Okay, I will roll the damage and then you can tell me what, if anything, that does. And I roll extremely poorly, so unless that one's gone down. Um, that is a... Hang on. is a... No, sorry, I'm going to re-roll that because an extra d6 is stuck but, into the pile. Well, it's you succeeding with races, don't you? <laughs> yeah, apparently. Um, so that is um, 13 no. plus 6. No. No, he just glances off. Okay. Does nothing to him again. Yep. And I will take one more swing at him. And that is... Um, that one will connect, because the other one yep. did. Oh, hang on. No, wait. Oh, this attack isn't as good. Uh, sorry, that's a 24 to hit. Uh, that will hit as well. Yep. And... No, that's the that's the same amount of damage again. It just glances okay. off. off again. Yeah. Uh, Pagerod uh, is literally after stabbing him ineffectually. Yeah. Um, he makes a quick. Actually, he's been watching this. He makes a quick intelligence check. Okay. He is smart enough to assess that if you can't do it with your weapon, he almost certainly can't do it without. Yeah. Is. Rather than bothering to stab him, he is going to endeavour to aid your to hit. It's very thoughtful of him. He's he's a crap combatant, but he's a smart crap combatant. Yeah, which I appreciate because, you know... Uh, it, it, and he will fail to succeed at a 10. No, wait. He will just get a 10 on that. Sweet. So, so that you gives... get a plus 2 to hit. Sweet. Uh, because he can vaguely understand what you want, if you endeavour to shout him, no, no, you know, make it easy, make, give me AC instead, then he'll do that instead. Yeah. But, um, but Vordekai doesn't seem to be interested in attacking people physically when he can magic them, and the AC doesn't generally help with it, so no, he's, he's good. That will help counteract for the power attack. Wait, I can power attack up to my base attack bonus, can't I? Yes. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Definitely up. Now that she's reduced his AC, definitely an option. You dare. And he 
turns to Michaela. To use magic of that ilk against me. I have lost much and suffered over the years, the millennia, but I will not be taken advantage of by some paltry conjurer. I am a wizard of eternal power, and what are you? <laughs> oh, yeah. You serve some false new god, a weak power, less than the Phalorns and ladies who came before the name changes. They are nothing to me. Your power is nothing to me. And Michaela watched him for it. You don't know, do you? Whatever information you got, it didn't answer all your questions. I do not need answers. At this time, I require only your death. And he will endeavor to cast again. And... Uh, once again, um, we'll cast this. He is actually... Yeah, he cast defensively on this. Tell me, woman who hides her face, creature of secrets and mysteries, what do you hide? What do you fear? And he stares at her, and Michaela, her eyes go wide for a moment. She staggers away from him, clutches at her heart, and goes, no. No. Uh, and we cut briefly to her point of view, because that's more um, dramatic. Yeah. Uh, as she staggers away, uh, as she won't recognize the spell, but I'm sure the player will. Uh, as an image appears in front of her of this room is suddenly a lot larger, and there's a huge mob in it full of torches chanting, Burn the witch! Burn the witch! Burn the witch! And they're closing on her. Uh, she makes a will save, followed by a fortune save. <laughs> Phantasmal killer. Oh my goodness, that's quite the high-end spell. Uh, however... <sighs> she clutches her heart. No. No. Candlemere has put that fear behind me. Your own foul gods have served against your ends this time for the coming. <laughs> and she shakes that off like a motherfucker with a 26 will save to recognize the image as unreal. Go, go, Michaela! And we are back to Kaelin. Alright. Okay. Um. Who is going to power attack for five points? Yep. So, 18, temporarily minus five plus two, so minus three, so fifth plus fifteen to hit. Mm-hmm. And that will miss on a 19, I would imagine. Yes, it will. Yep, and then I will I use the same power Correct. attack. Correct, you can't my... change your power attack, that's yeah. the penalty of doing it. I thought so. Um, so... Forgive me, but this is getting complicated. Yep. Um, so, 11. Uh, actually, okay, so simple is plus 9, minus 5, plus 2, plus 2, plus 2. 
is um, 21 on the second one. Uh, that will miss. Okay. So he swings for a um, better effect and yeah. glances off. Throwing your power into it, and this time you catch him with a much more glancing blow than you're intending. Yeah. It bounces off the side of him. You've yeah. missed his AC rather than failed to surmount his DR. Yeah. Pedron does the same again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does it work? Yeah, yes. Cool. It will most of the time. He's not that sad. If it was. Yep. Uh, so plus two flank, plus two bane, plus two pay. Okay, sweet. Enough. Enough. Stop this now. And quick as lightning. His finger lashes out towards you. Yep. No longer spell casting. He endeavors to make an attack on you. Okay. And he will hit a twenty-three to hit. Okay. Your touch AC. All right. Okay. Yes. Then that just works. Uh, you get a will save against this. Okay. Twenty-five. So that will comfortably do it. His DC is not actually listed for this. Just let me work it out. Oh no, there it is. Yep. Uh, so he touches you with this. You feel negative energy coursing through you, and you manage to fight it down with the life that wells up within you. Uh, you take fifteen damage. Halved is seven. Yep. So off my extra ball strength hit points. And then you feel your limbs beginning to stiffen up. Okay. Can you give me another will save versus paralysis. Okay. Oh, sorry. No, fortitude, this one is. Yep. Does make a difference. Yes. Okay. Uh, 26. Okay. And for a moment, you freeze and then break out of it. Oh. Your shadow beast gave me lots of practice at fighting these kinds of things off. Uh, that. So, what guy's done that? Uh,. He will throw another quick and defensive spell at Michaela. Yep. Uh, succeeds on both things this time. Uh, and will hit her touch AC with relative ease at this point. And on to his next myriad spell. Yay, spellcaster fight. <laughs> Yes, but I was thinking time would be on his side because he's undead, but because he's a wizard, the longer he fights, the less effective he's going to get. I mean, he is a giant cyclops. That's always going to be in his favour. And you are strong of mind, woman, but weak of body. I have surmounted the weaknesses of my flesh, but yours will fail you. Throws a hand out behind him, flicks a small ray at her, it hits her, and she staggers. The warhammer goes clomp to the ground. She's like, uh, 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 I feel weak. Loses eight points of strength. Ouch! And that is... Vorticai. Oh, well, hopefully Michaela's got some kind of potion or spell for that. Kaelin has a bunch of potions of lesser restoration. Mm-hmm. 
need be. Yeah, but <laughs> drinking them in combat. Yeah, yeah, it's a complicated process. And it is Michaela. It is Michaela. Uh... Spells, magical death effects, energy drain, or negative energy. I wouldn't think that would cover ability no, no, drain. It's a, ability drain. Yeah, any negative energy. Yeah, no, it, it, it protects against the kinds of things oh. Corwin's always uh, You can have your hit points back again, however. Oh, okay. Uh, you are immune to his ability to inflict negative energy on oh, you. Oh, plus. The paralyzing touch still works. Yeah, yeah. But the energy simply doesn't go through. Yeah. Which means he also has the information that I am immune to that Correct. now. Yep. So she staggers back. My strength is failing me. I have always thought that words were a greater weapon than strength. She will five foot step back again. Yep. Uh, reaches round. Uh, lightning draws out a... Um, does she have lightning draw? No, she does not. Uh, she, she will have to draw out a scroll at this a bundle of scrolls at this point. Yep. And so move action to draw another move step, action. Move to draw. Yep. And then she can cast them because yep. she's not doing anything else. Uh, so she says, let's try the let's try this thing. I kept it for some trolls, but no reason it shouldn't cook your flesh. What's left of it? Burning hands. Sweet. Throws a cone of burning hands down the corridor. Can hit only him from where she is standing. Fantastic. We're all good with that. Doesn't hit Pedro. Nope. Sweet. She throws a fifteen foot cone arcing this way. Ah, uh, yes. Up cool. the wall and yep. just touches him. And it's a stone wall, so four, five, six, seven points of fire damage. Sweet. Yeah, well, I mean, I haven't injured it in three rounds, so I'm not going to fuss about the um small. Uh, uh, no. No. Three points of fire damage. Oh, right, yep, makes it reflex safe. Bordecai swirls his cloak. Pitiful arcane fire. If these are your best magic tricks, then you would be best to run now. I will allow you to flee back and warn your people that death is coming for them. Very generous. That wouldn't be because we've got you on the ropes, would it? You never offered me any mercy before. Alright, and Kaelin will five point power attack again. I've done all my math in advance this time, so I know what my numbers are. Okay, so that is. Uh, is. 25 plus 1. So 26 to hit. Bang! Okay. Alright, so that's all of these plus 7 plus 10 because I'm double handing a weapon so I get double power attack. Correct. So plus six, these dice plus 17. Okay, so that is 12 plus 3 is 15 plus 10, sorry, plus 15 plus 17. Um, 32. Does that go through? 
this time you smack into him, and you hear the <laughs> noise as his bones sort of crumple and bend under this. He doesn't, by any stretch of the imagination, go down. Yeah, yeah. Um, but all of that plows through as if there is nothing between you and him but some thin magical protections of AC and a paper robe. Okay. Uh, whatever was happening no longer appears to be in effect. Oh. At least on that shot. Sweet. Okay. And I will roll the plus five power attack, because of course I can't cancel it now. Uh, and that is... Uh, uh, 22 to hit, which I will hit. Will hit? Okay. Yes. Mage armor is still gone. Yep. Um, so that is... Uh, Twenty-seven damage. Yep. Okay. Uh, Speaking of being on the ropes, feel that, did ya? So Pedrod gives me another attack bonus because he's doing great. <laughs> no, he crit fumbles this oh, time. Oh yeah, that's fine. Stabs his own hand. <laughs> <laughs> he's um he just damaged Fordkai for a bunch of points. The um flank and the other one is is very nice. <sighs> this cannot harm me, even if I fall. stop me with a simple magical device like this. Uh, and you both can save motive checks against him. That's an 11, so I don't think I make mine. Uh, well, certainly not. I would imagine his bluff is fucking incredible. Uh, no, wizard. Uh, nonetheless, you don't make that. No, that's fine. However, Michaela... Uh, Michaela on a... 34 does. Yep. She looks at him for a moment and then calls out to you. Watch out, Kevin. His fighting style reminds me intensely of Gregory's. Makes a little gesture with her fingers and you pick up on what the secret message here is. Vordekai looks blank at this. Uh, based on her read of the assessment, despite all his big talk, he is incredibly arrogant, but what he is definitely not is stupid. He is going, if he starts losing this, he's going to cut and run. Yeah. And it's probably going to happen very rapidly. Yeah. <laughs> unless you can um, construct some method of preventing him from doing so. Yeah. Um, uh, yes, of course. I, I have. It's not a great plan, but I have one. And then it is that that is, it is still him going. Yep. So he will say that he will say this. Very well then. Reaches out, pokes you again. Yep. Pokey stick. Uh, hits your touch AC. I imagine with ease. What is your touch AC? Twelve. Okay. So he's going to hit you every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without blinking. Um. And. Negative energy courses over you and does nothing to you and can you make your fortitude save again? Yep. Uh, 23. You stop. Okay. 
Yikes. You are paralyzed. Okay, hold on. I can give you the paralyzed condition if you desire. No, I'm looking at my collection of fate points here. Remembering as a um, as an extraordinary hero, you get a save against this every round, whereas everyone else is doomed permanently. Yeah, yeah, but um, I I do have six hero points. Yes, yeah, I'll get paralyzed out anyway. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I'm going to throw a con card of the desert hazard. Yep. And re-roll my um, fort save. Okay. Uh, so. Uh, That's a 20, so that still fails. Yes, that's lower than your previous results. Yeah, I rolled poorly. So that's right. So yes, I'm paralyzed. Yes, toss me the paralyzed condition. So Kaylin just stops. Kaylin's below her on the initiative trap. Oh no, no sorry. Apologies. No, no, sorry. I'm just being dumb. Sweetie, I'm just being dumb. It's okay. It was Mordecai's action because yeah, he attacked Yeah, Mordecai's action taunts you, pokes you. Yep. And, uh, and does not have any more quickened things in his pants to throw at people. So that's him. He paralyzes. It's not a bad round. He paralyzes me and then it's Michaela. Yes, it is. Uh, she is contemplating. Yeah. Uh, she can't... I'm pretty sure it paralysis is touched. But I'm fairly confident it is. Repulse. Resurrect. Resist. Temporary ability damage, which is useful. Hey, guess what? It isn't. Oh, really? Yeah, not only that, it's an area effect spell. Sweet! Uh, however, given what she has assessed with him... Yeah, you know, she's, she's welcome to do stuff to Vortikai. I'm, I'm, you know, completely uninjured. I may be paralyzed, but I'm completely uninjured. She will look wide-eyed with horror at this and... Kaylin! No! You've, you've beaten the King of Stagforth. We, we have no power against you. Wait. You will need an apprentice unto you. I am not someone willing to take care of steel. You can see that I have control over your creatures. Surely you have use of me. Look, I, as you say, I am but an apprentice spellcaster, but, but I have magics of my own. And she pulls out a scroll and casts it on herself. And, um... He truly recognizes it. Yes, I see you can restore your own strength. That is of little value to me. Uh, then perhaps it will interest you to know that I'm the spy master of Stagthorn? Uh, that is her round. She restores all her strength. Fantastic. And does she need to make a bluff check against Vordekai here? Yes, she does, and she passes it. Sweet, good for her. 
he the thing is she doesn't really have anything to work with he's very unlikely to accept yes here is my sudden unexpected total submission to your master plan yeah yeah ask no further questions yeah yeah um alright but he doesn't get that she's stalling yeah alright and Kaylin um is paralyzed yeah which... so your action is that you get a save against this oh yeah I make a save and um, that is a 21. You struggle against this, struggling to breathe, and you do not move. Okay, no problem. Um, what does Pedrod want? To, what's Pedrod's tactical optimize at this point? Uh, Pedrod, recognizing that you are stuck, um, will endeavor to assist Michaela. Yep. Pokes him again and raises Michaela's AC by two. Cool. Certainly not a wasted round, and it is Vordekai. He thinks he's winning. He does think he's winning. Uh, however, he has no actually good methods of dealing you any damage. He doesn't have a nice axe that he can just cut your face off with. Yeah. Um, that is almost entirely pointless. He doesn't worry about casting defensively here. Yeah, that's fair. Pagerod stabs him, but has absolutely no ability to deal with any damage, so yeah, it yes. does nothing. Um, actually, Pagerod doesn't even bother taking the attack yeah, opportunity yeah. at this point. Um, and Vordekai endeavors to cast something on you. His eye does not crack and bleed, um, and Kaelin sees flickering into existence for a moment. Um, you see a woman appear in front of Vordekai, an old, slightly haggard-looking woman. Kaelin, do you know I found a powerful spellcaster, one capable of resurrecting me? I've told him everything he needs to know to rend Stagthorn apart. Right now, your babies are being taken by my people. And Goody Nesca leans in towards oh, you. Vicious. And can you make me a will save? Yep. Do you believe this? Okay, and that is 26. Okay. I cut that yeah. bitch's you head off. You know you cut that bitch's head off. Yeah. It's scary, but I she know. She reaches out, puts one glowing hand of Corwin's death touch on your chest, and it just passes harmlessly through you. Sweet, that was a good time to roll really, really well on the will save. Kaelin visibly sweats and his eyes twitch, but he makes no, he makes no other reaction. 
My lord. My lord Vordekai, says Michaela. You will see that I am unarmed, puts the, um, She's Warhammer. the weapon. She's the Warhammer. You see, I mean you no harm. I do not intend. I do not intend. I do not intend to harm you. Indeed, what I intend most of all is to aid you. Look, my spells will heal you. Let me approach, and she casts something. That's actually really interesting. There's no room for else that's worth like that. Uh, you can cast it on multiple people, at which point they get saves with bonuses on it. So at this stage, it's only you paralyzed, so yeah. she simply casts it straight on you. Yeah. And the paralysis wears off you. Yeah. And Michaela, now or never, uh, rushes in towards him. Yep. And provokes from him in the process. Okay. Because she has to pass through his threatened area. Yep. And he will miss her with his touch as she runs in. Sweet. And that is all of her actions. Okay. Alright. And um, Taylor nods and um, moves with lightning speed to full attack Vordekai. Yep. Are you power attacking? Uh, yes, but for two. But for two only. I want to actually hit him with both blows. Yep. Alright, and that is not the role I was looking for. It's not the role we're looking for. The trumpet. Yep. Charge! Mm -hmm. Okay, so it is my card. Yep. Two more rolls. So three rolls total, take the best. Yep. Uh, Twelve and five, so I will take the twelve. So... So that is a 28 to hit. Smack. Okay. Alright, and that is... Uh, 10. Yep. Plus 7 is 17. Plus 4 is 21 points of damage. Okay. Yep, you smash into him again. And that ooze from the eye is now bleeding copiously all over him. He himself doesn't show any real signs of pain being a lich, but he is staggered all plus his arms are hanging limp, his knees are looking twisted. He looks like he's generally in pretty horrible nick. And I swing for the second one. Yep. Swing better, better. Right. And... Plus two is twenty-two to hit. Okay. And that will just hit him. Excellent. Thanks to the lack of mage armor, it's, okay. it's killing him. Yeah, and I appreciate every bit of it. Okay, so eight plus four plus seven plus four is twenty-three points of damage. That undead bane has been worth every penny. Yep. 
You're still up. Yeah, I thought that might happen. I'm uh, staring at your damage dice, wondering if you want to re-roll them or not. Uh, hmm? But, um, I don't know that you necessarily do. Uh, no, I don't think so. I don't think I'm going to do better than that. I mean, it's possible I could do better on the D6s, but that 8 on the D10 is pretty good. Okay. Then, uh, Pedro Lond. If you've got anything to keep him from running thing, now's the time. Yeah, that's that's what um standard. Pedro does not get the message, it was not sent to him, so he doesn't know that he's supposed to be doing that. Yeah. Um, however, with Michaela back near self-preservation is irrelevant so he will not cast offensively he endeavours to cast a spell on her uh, and Vortikai doesn't bother poking him because there's no point yep. he's immune to the negative energy he's immune to the paralysis yep. uh, he cast mage armor on um, Michaela okay does that make any difference whatsoever it'll make a different plus four difference to a touch AC ah yeah okay that's not relevant at all and that's his only means of attack and Michaela's is quite good so I don't think you can actually boot it to the yeah, point good good is um... touch ACs better than mine Vortica's uh, capable of missing her unless it's a craptastic spell and regrettably it's Vortica's turn okay. he will This day is not the end. Endeavors to cast defensively again. Fails. Fuck. Did he fail? Uh, no, his um, he's got a set percentage chance of failing with the yeah. eye being broken. Yeah. So it's not about his concentration checks. Yeah. It's just a bunch of your spells don't work, period. Yeah. Uh, I need to check whether that actually eats his spell or not. So energies begin coursing around him. The eye bleeds some more. The energies sort of dissipate and spark off, and he ah, ah clutches at the eye some more. Yep. Um, and having done that, he's got nothing. Yep. He endeavours to cast a spell and fails. Okay. That was an excellent time for him to fail his percentage check. And then it is Michaela. Yep, hit him with a stick. Unless she's got a better plan. We can't. He's going. He's going to both. No, she isn't going to say that. She isn't going to say anything about the ball thing because he doesn't know that she knows that he knows that blah 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 yeah. blah. My lord, let me aid you. Enough. I see through your lies. All right then. Time for something a little less subtle. She jumps on him. Oh, sweet. And endeavours to make a grapple check against him. Yep. Uh, he pokes at her and misses her touch AC. Excellent. Because uh, she provokes from him, obviously. Yep. She's not an improved grappler, shockingly enough. And they make a posed. Uh, she makes a touch attack against him, for starters, which she will hit with ease. She grabs him. They grapple. Uh, 
Now, one of the odds grappling is the thing that you're best at. Not very good, is it? He's a giant. Yes, he is a giant. Mm-hmm. But that's included in his, um, the way Pathfinder does yeah. the grapples. It's very easy to work out. Okay, we'll spend a hero point, add a d6 to that, and grapple him. She leaps upon him, <laughs> grabs him, sort of claws, fights, smacks him round, punches him a bit. It does nothing to him, obviously. Yeah. But that is not the point of this exercise. The point is to hang on him like a fucking spider monkey. Yeah. So when he tries to cast, she's going with him. Yeah. Alright. Or rather, um, it's not about necessarily about going with him as making it difficult for him to cast. Yeah. And then it is over to Kaylin. Yeah. I've got to decide whether I grapple him too, or whether I hit him in the head. Uh, let me tell you about your grapplings. So both of you will be pretty much unable to hurt him while grappling. Um, yeah. Unless you want to tap your blessed weapon over your hands or whatever. Yeah. At which point you could bludgeon him with your magical hands. Yeah. Um, but in the rounds I'm doing that, I could probably beat him unconscious while Michaela holds him. The risk is that he teleports out next round. With Michaela, which isn't a great... And without me, which isn't a great situation. Okay. Yep. Continue. I'm not going to tell you how the rules interact with spellcasting and grapples and things, because Caelan doesn't know. No, that's fine. Um, if Caelan looks to pause for a moment and looks to Michaela, then she will again instruct you. Yep. Hit him! Hit him! Hit him! Hit him! Hit him! Hit him! Okay, Caelan can do this. Uh, he is looking reasonably badly wounded. Whether or not you want a power attack is up to you. Uh, I... Do you want to hit for accuracy or do you want to hit for damage? Uh, the last several your blows have gone through with nothing particularly impeding them. Yeah, it's... Um, but you still don't know what effect was producing that. No, and the other thing is my, my second attack isn't at a very good bonus and I want to hit him twice. Um, so I am... Going to power attack for two again. Okay. Okay. Uh, 15, 11, and 26, I hit him. Yes, you do. For uh, 9 plus 9 plus 4 plus 7 Plus four for twenty-four points of damage. Right in the right in the endeavouring to stove his rid of cage in. Uh, that would bring him up to hundred and eighty points of damage that he's taken in total. Yeah. Um, and I, 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 Kalen's readying the backswing. Kalen smashes him across the across the side of the jaw. And there is a snap noise as his head basically 360s around. All the bones in it break, which would be instantly lethal to anyone who wasn't a lich. Yeah. Um, Kaelin preps for the backsling, and under the weight of Michaela, her full plate and her tower shield, pressing on Vorakai goes, dunk, and slumps forward to his knees. Impossible. I am as if a god to cannot do this. He's out. That, he, he's, he's out of hit points. Okay. He is at negative five. Okay. 
And um, Caelan will, you know, do do the backswing because it's, but I won't actually bother rolling if yeah, I yeah. yeah. Caelan, right. um, no, I have a god. I may not know gods, but I know one thing: you aren't one. As my uh, as my friend Corwin would say, you've lived too long. You're a threat to everything in this land, everything that lives and breathes. And it's time you were gone. Did you swing again at his, yeah, at his skull? Yeah. Straight down on the skull? Straight down on the skull. Okay. He looks momentarily disbelieving, as if in his arrogance something is still going to come along to save him. Some uh, miracle spell or defense that he hasn't actually even bothered to cast. He just can't conceive that the grotty half-orc from Stagthorn is going to cave his skull in. Um, he looks up at you with the eye. This cannot... <coughs> his head smashes in. Um, there is a loud, vaguely glass-like tink, tink, as the eye literally pops out of his head as you smash down on it and rolls across the floor. And Vordekai himself collapses. His head is the back, the top end of his head is literally caved in. You can see the dent where Caleb has smashed down with all his force. He pushes himself up again. No. No. Pushes himself on his hands. No. And from his fingers first, the skeletal bones and flesh begin to corrupt and corrode into dust as 10,000 years of aging catches up with him. The necrotic energies that animate his flesh have finally failed him. And his fingers collapse forward into dust, then his hands, his arms, his shoulders, and his torso and his face hit the ground and go, poof! There is a ratty robe sitting there, a pile of dust, and a bunch of things still sitting, and, and a bunch of his items sitting there. And Vordekai, the atrophy lit wizard, is no more. <sighs> and Caleb, because it's a heavy flail, will actually plant it and lean on it. <sighs> Did we really just do that? Surprisingly well. That could have gone very wrong in a hurry. I think we can safely say at this point we're very right to strike at the eye. His spells were vastly weaker than I would have expected. Several of them he was unable to control. Aye, and that last one was going to be a teleport, yeah? That's what you were saying. He was going to get himself out of here. I can't say for certain, but I can I can imagine. And then we'd have to go down through his whole base before we could fight him again, and presumably he's got some manner of magics down there to patch himself up. Yeah, his spellcraft is not very good. She yep. fails to identify the spell. Uh, among other things, if he can touch, if he can spread negative energy through his touch, then it is only a matter of time before he would be fully healed again. In the same way I can heal Pedrod, he can heal himself. But he can do it forever, yeah? Yes. There's no limit to that. Bloody hell, that would have been that would have been trouble. Yep. Although Yep. Vordekai flaks off, heals himself completely. Wow, that would have been so annoying. And then comes back to kill you again. Yeah, However, I mean, you did time... use up all his dimension doors. So uh, he, wasn't, no. he wasn't coming back again today. Yeah. If he got away, he was gonna just have to sit down there going, Fuck, fuck, they're coming for me. Fuck. <laughs> fuck, what do I do? <laughs> Still would have been bad. Yeah. Because he would have started assembling his defences and things. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, the, the plan was to kill him when he didn't have his defences ready because he'd be much uglier with his defences. And given how tough that was, I think that was a good call. And Vordekai is fallen. <laughs> yeah, and I think, um, you know, we'll move the Pedrod thing off back a bit and the two of us will yeah, just... Michaela just thinks at him. He will just walk out of the room entirely. Yeah, and um, the two of us will just, you know, take a moment and endeavour to believe that we really did that. <laughs> of all the ways I expected this to go down, that was not it. Uh, I'm, I, I, I'm I, perfectly I, fine. She is completely unharmed. She has taken no hit point damage. As and takes to her restoration, no hit ability damage. And Caitlin is also fine. Caitlin is completely uninjured. And in fact, much in much better shape than usual because he's still got the Bears Endurance up, although it'll be wearing off shortly. Four CRs higher than you and you pasted him. I wouldn't... That was damn close. Yeah. You, you, you beat him really smartly, though. There isn't... There's basically nothing you could have done better there. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And if you would like to know out of character what his amazing magic trick was that fucked you over three or four rounds, yeah, dispel magic on the flail. Oh, it suppresses its magical energy for one d four rounds. Oh, he didn't tell you that's what he was doing, of course. Ha ha ha! I am invincible. Yeah, <laughs> but from that point, all I was doing was watching your flail, working, watching your damage, working out which bits were magic and undead bane, subtracting yeah. it off. Yeah. And then giving him his DR15 against it. Yeah. So sufficient power attacking might have penetrated it for a handful of damage each time. But, but the key aspect was the defense rounds <laughs> thing. Yeah, it, it's the fact that it wasn't magical and it wasn't undead bane. Yeah, but that he couldn't hold... It wasn't like he'd cast... Because my theory was one of those nice um, high-end DR yeah. spells. No. And I um, sneakily went off and looked up um, what the CR, what the cast level on your weapon was, so I know exactly what the spell difficulties are. Uh, no. things. That was clearly done, well played. But that was that. Quickened spells! They're fun! <laughs> yeah, but they Quickened were... Ram and Feebleton! Yeah, but it's they... awesome! I'm so glad you didn't cast that one on me. Now that would have been really ugly. Yeah. It was, uh, I, I was super glad he cast it on Michaela. I wasn't actually pointing out that. Um, her chances of killing him weren't that great because I didn't want. I didn't know if he only had one of them. But on the other hand, we totally kicked that phantasmal killer's ass just for our awesome will save. Well, Michaela's awesome will save and my fluky eighteen rolling. Uh, essentially, if you want the the mechanisms on this now, yeah. Um, uh, killing Haragnamon effectively gives him a negative level. Yeah. Um, Sending the soul eater against him effectively gives him another negative level. Yeah. Uh, so he lost, among other things, all his six level spell casting. Yeah. Before he started. Yeah, which is a plus. I mean, that's pretty much what he lost for the negative level. It's a small yeah. handful of hit points. Yeah. Um, some base attack bonus, which he really doesn't give a rat's ass about. Yeah. But all his nice six level spells. Yeah. Um. But that time. Oh, I was really wigged out there because that remove paralysis is a really high DC. Breaking, yes, it is DC twenty five will save. Yes, fort save. Fort save. It may be my best save, but that's a high DC. Yeah, it's Michaela succeeds on a nineteen. Mm. <laughs> She's lucky she didn't get fucked. Not that fort's exactly her god stat, mm. but um, uh, and the other one is um, damaging the damaging the carving. Uh, removes some of the eye, his ability to use the eye for certain yeah. things, which I won't go that into, uh, and gives him a permanent 20% chance of failing to cast any spell he endeavours to cast. Yeah. 
She has no control over just one in five spells fails. Yeah. That's what he gets for grappling the for gluing the thing into his head though, right? It's not that easy to just take back out and go through this. Well, if you want to find out, it's sitting on the floor over there. Yeah. Alright, so you know, a couple of minutes go by, various yeah. spell effects wear off. You gotta pick your potions back up Yeah, you forget. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um I didn't cross them off the list because I figured that would be a thing. Um Alright. I suppose having done this it behooves us to figure out what we do next. Vorakais stronghold is still full of undead monstrosities and traps and the like, and people in need of rescuing. Um I can't say we're badly wounded or nothing. We can certainly press on, but we should go careful. This would be a hell of a time to get murdered by um, one of his beasties. Well, not... I think I think Pedro is about... To, I think Pedro is about out of use for the day. He's <laughs> down to really shit spells. So she'll throw him at something next time they find something. Yeah, yeah. Well, because, like, the next thing can probably be stabbed. Yeah, but the, um, he's... Will he recover his spells if we spend the night here? Uh, yes, actually, he will. He can't change his spell loadout, but But he he can recover what he's got. Um, if we, um... What he won't do is heal naturally as an undead. Yeah, but we, we can heal him if we want him healed. Um, the... We can still, if we wait till tomorrow, we can use him to get over tar pits and the like. We should, all, not not to sound, not to sound too much like Akaros or Kressel, but I suppose we should also take Bordecai's things, poke, poke, poke with the whatever. Uh, uh, I, but um, carefully, eh? Um, he might have some nasty curses on his. I have no yeah. idea if any of it is magical, but I would presume so. Well, she's out of tech magics. So. Let me look. Uh, okay, so what he has, you basically push your sword around yeah, yeah. through the dust. There is a pile of, of hot, foul-smelling dust there. There are some very raggedy robes. Yeah. Um, and all the things that are here are still in, that are still intact are radiating magic. Yeah, I mean, anything that survives that presumably is magical. So, what is in the stack? A magical cloak. Okay, just a second. Yep, I had loot sheet around the place. You might as well list this as, as Vorticai's cloak for the purposes of keeping track of where it came from. Ah, uh, yes, there's still lots of money that I haven't deleted. I should have done that, but I forgot. That's right, Vorticai's so, cloak. Yeah, there is a, a moderately magical cloak, a moderately yep. magical headband. Headband. A moderately magical ring. Ring. Um, a moderately magical thing that you have had described to you and would thus recognize. It is a, a small clay jar, maybe the size of um, an open palm. Um, it's obviously been in his pocket or something. Um, it is black as night, and you would recognize it as being a soul jar. Ah. It's a thing for either putting souls in or keeping souls in. Um, uh, that I want. He has something on him that is strongly radiating magic as well that appears to be a sort of withered slight the slightest clipping of a tentacle you know it's about the size of your finger on a very very fine indeed chain so 
tentacle on chain. Magical. Okay. Um, and then, of course, um, you are getting an overwhelmingly strong reading from the orb in the corner. Yeah. The Eye of Azathoth. Yeah. Which, although broken, is definitely not totally deactivated at this point. Well, are you going and poking it at all? I, I'm looking at it. I, I'm looking over and looking at it. Yep. I, I'm not up at this point touching it. But I will crouch down and look at it a bit more closely. Okay. It's not broken. It's fine. It's not cracked? No. Huh. But it looked cracked and like it was bleeding ru- ruby goop when Vordekai... It, it certainly was. It was bleeding all over him. <laughs> You smack you you killed him. It fell out of his head and rolled across the floor. And now it's you've gone. had uh, you know you've you've looked at it for half a minute or so. The wall is still carved to crap. Yeah, nothing has changed about that. When you go over and you sort of uh, lower yourself to the ground, sort of uh, crawl around the yeah. eye and look at it from all angles, um, it looks fine. It looks like a spear, a ruby spear. Um, yay, big. With a little pinpoint of flickering red light in its centre, it's just kind of sitting on the floor doing nothing at this point. It it very 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 dimly creates its own illumination in the sense of it's like a match. All right. Okay. Well, every single bit of this is magical, especially the orb, which is fine now. It look it's it's not bleeding. It's not cracked. It's like I didn't even. Break that thing. Interesting. That's giving me. That's not natural. Things are supposed to break when you break them. I would love to identify it, but I doubt the spell would work. It's not meant to work on the really, really powerful Kujus, is it? No. And I imagine this is quite certainly an artifact. Probably of the Outer Dark. Isn't there some. Bad thing we can do to find out more about artifacts? Uh, as I understand it, they have specific uses, specific rituals for their destruction, that sort of thing. I wouldn't even know where to begin to start with this. Ah, so unless we destroy it a specific way, we can't destroy it. She shrugs like, that's my understanding. Oh, well. I'm no scholar like Tristan, though. Well, we'd best get it back to him then, I suppose. Um,. I certainly don't want to leave it down here for whoever may pass, particularly when this place, uh, when um, Desna stops holding this place and it goes back to the outer dark. I mean, who knows who could wander in and pick the damn thing up? Yeah, I strongly advocate not leaving it here. What about this tentacle thing? I'm, I, I'm definitely taking that and Caleb points at the soldier, and the rest of this just kind of looks like magical stuff to me. But looks at it. Your guess is as good as mine. Alright. That's the wrong knowledge skills. I don't suppose you've got a lead line box about your person? Uh, as a matter of fact. <laughs> um, not quite. I have a chest. Let's, if you don't mind, I don't want to touch any of this stuff with my hands. She uh, just almost instinctively at this point turns her back away from you, takes stuff out of the chest, packs it away unseen in her bag, yep. then presents to you an empty chest. Uh, with an amazing quality DC-40 lock on it. Sweet. Okay, Kaelin will load all this stuff into the chest without touching any of it with his hands. 
He is going to wrap. He is going to get you know some she, spare clothing out and hold the. Hold she will them. produce two more locks from her bag. Yeah, her on it as well. Sorry. Because Michaela is the sort of woman that carries three locks. Yeah. <laughs> because the three rounds it takes an expert thief to open this might matter. Yeah. Um, and um, I will actually, with the exception of the soldier, yep. that I will put carefully into my personal stuff. Okay. Um, I I don't want to try and open this thing until we're actually next to next to the bodies. Yeah, as as Tristan understood it, because um, he told you this earlier. Um, operating it is very complicated and requires extreme amounts of necromancy. Uh, getting the soul out, however, is sweet. Oh, look, I broke it. But I'd rather if it, whether it's yeah, the soul or... then reappears in whatever we're in, in either either reappears in its body or goes on to its final resting place depending on what's there. Yeah. Uh, Tristan also told you you should be able to talk to the souls in there. Oh. This one isn't doing anything when you pick it up or anything. All right. Well, I don't want to try and let Van or Van and his people go until they're near their bodies. There might be giant cyclopses standing over them. Makes sense. But I wonder if I can... Uh, this feels weird. Uh, hello? Can anybody in there hear me? Silence. I wonder if there is anybody in here. Think at it? Kellen tries. Silence. Oh, well, I'll take it with us and we'll see what we can find. Um, now, I did get a location on where Varn's soul was. Yep. And it wasn't in Vordekai's pants. No, it, it was, was in Vordekai's throne room. So this may be a spare. Like, maybe he was keeping this around in case he found any really useful souls for his collection. She shudders slightly. Like people who broke into his tomb to desecrate his faith... His faith. Uh, yeah, but I'm pretty certain he was going to destroy my soul, so it would have just been you. I can't say I'm wild about desecrating other people's faiths, but in this case I think I'll really make an exception. I am. Um, that's what I'm trying to get across to Tristram and the archaeologist. Sometimes you just need to blow old stuff, shred old stuff from the past. And boy, I seem to do a lot of it, he says, looking so at the wall. You put Vorticos magic stuff in there, you, you are basically probably like picking this up with your... Among other things, you've got heavy full plate gloves. On, yeah, and so you're I'm not still, touching it anyway. I'm you still put, not, you put your cloak on over the top. And yeah, no, I'm still not touching it with my gauntlets. Okay, in goes the um, in goes the little tentacle thing. Yeah. Um, you pick up the Oculus of Azathoth. Yeah. And immediately. Yep. Because the Oculus is not defeated by your your paltry bloody cloak and gloves. Yeah, that's fair. Um. Immediately, when you pick it up, it feels warm to the touch, right through your gloves, right through your cloak, and all this happens in a moment, yeah. instant, the moment you pick it up. You know that this thing is power. Power beyond anything you have. A Knight of Thorns is a mediocre champion to this. This is the stuff that alters kingdoms. This wins wars. This is knowledge and sight and power. And all of it can be available to you for the low, low price of ripping out your eye and sticking this in the socket. You do not feel like this action will harm you in any way. 
despite the fact that it involves, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, but it's the magic. No, no, no just just don't just don't dwell on the image. We'll move along with um, the um. Like you are quite certain this will not hurt you. You feel all this power is available to you. Um, however, there is no compulsion attached to it. You don't feel any any particular inclination to do it. Kalen merely becomes aware that all of this is his for the taking and could be done in mere moments if he so chose. So it's merely extending the invitation to me. It's, it's, you feel that this thing has a variety of powers involving sight and things. You also know that it can, uh, you know, pull entire people out, entire entire cities worth of people away. Yeah. Um, you feel this power could be yours. You know instinctively what to do with it. You pluck out your own eye, you replace it with the Oculus. Yeah. And... So because he was a Cyclops, he effectively didn't have any eyes? No, he, he just... Had, he, he just... He, he no longer has a face, period. But yeah. effectively, he plucked out his one giant Cyclops eye and stick it in. Yeah. One of the things, when you pick it up, the Oculus resizes down to a gem about the size of a human yeah. eye. Um, you feel all this desire, all, all this... Um, knowledge you know this power can be yours but it is not a compulsion you feel no no more urge than Caitlin would usually do I imagine Caitlin is at least abstractly tempted by the concept of here is a thing that would enable me to see all my enemies coming and win any yeah I, I think so Caitlin will hold on the camera sees Caitlin hold on prepare to put it in the chest in a relatively calm way yeah. and then stop freeze and stare at the thing for a long yeah. moment and, there is this and you can see thoughts passing it, 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 the, the camera sees an expression remarkably similar to the expression he, he saw first beholding Master Pedrod after Michaela had him under control that there's a there's a flicker of revulsion and then a flicker of thought what what could this thing do? Yeah. There's a long moment. And for half a second, there's just that flash split screen of Kaylin standing looking very proud and confident, one red glowing right eye. Yeah, but, you know, he looks badass. We, we don't dwell on the gross middle bit. The, um, he, and he then lo- it's, it's just literally flick a flick. Go on. Wait, did we see that? Let's go back on the DVD. Yeah. And it's, then, it's that Bilbo turning into Gollum thing. Yeah. Half moment. And then... Um, and then, in a smooth motion, Kaelin places the thing in the chest. <laughs> the Kaelin watches you intently. So, what did it say? Uh, it's got power, and uh, it could be mine for the taking. I I think you understand. You, you saw what happened to Bordecai. I don't know if it's anyone's for the taking, but for the love of... For all things holy... And Kellen shuts the chest and clicks all three locks. Let's not let anybody we... Let's not let a lot of people handle it. As few as possible. Like, definitely not Akaros, and I'm going to go right on and include all the rest of our counselors on that list. Akaros, servant of Azathoth. It's... I quite agree. It's... I think... Not that defeating Vordekai isn't great and all, and if we can get everybody out of this dungeon in one piece, even better... But we've got a new problem now. We can't give this thing away, but having it is not going to be good. As I say, they must all have some method of destroying him. I'm sure Tristan will know. We'd best probably find one it. of the reasons Vortigern wanted him. Hey, uh, we'd better. Uh, yeah, yeah, well, um, 
I don't think there were many... I, I wasn't kidding around with what I said to the kid. I don't think many people could have come up with Mordecai's whole biography. Uh, but that thing... We may have defeated Vordecai, but that thing is as strong as it ever was. And there are a lot of people who would take it up on what it just offered me. And I don't think we'd want to fight any of them afterwards. And I'm not certain they all live outside our kingdom, neither. Green I want the eye. <laughs> well, it's kind of, I'm kind of looking at it going, how many people would invade us just to get that? Hey, you know who'd love to look at it? The Order of the Silver Twilight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know they would. <laughs> You promised them the next temple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they can't have this place. <laughs> I have a standing policy on Aldarkian artifacts. <laughs> Alright. Okay, and then with with that extremely troubling moment, we have successfully packed Mordecai's stuff. Yep. You have the Oculus of Azathoth. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I want to put it back now. <laughs> Mordecai the Archlich is dead. Yes. Should have started paralyzing you sooner. Yeah. Thought his spells would be better than they were. <laughs> on the other hand, um, we happened to roll well on our saves versus them. I mean, Phantasmal Kill is a pretty nasty sp- uh, spell, as I recall. Incidentally, the, the. I mean, that's the thing with save or die is if you save, it the, was a waste of the, a round, but if you die, uh, then it wasn't a he waste had a of a round. Of, he had a lot of interesting cone based effects that he couldn't fire off with where he was standing. Yeah. Because it only hit one side or the other, and most of them didn't do shit to Necromant to um, undead, so it wasn't going to do anything to Paper Rod. Yeah. Um, the other one then. Um, the, the first three or four rounds that were missing, a Vortikai goes, ah, you know, someone's touching the eye carving. Buff, 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 teleport. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, he's not thick. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, he was, he, was quite, he was actually quite smart, but... Not smart enough. But not smart enough. Yeah, but, you know, he can console himself with the fact that he's uh, left a legacy of new problems for the kingdom. Alright, and at this point, we and our um, creepy-ass buddy are going to um, go looking for Zabanth, because she's on, the, she's on the same level that we are. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go back out, reopen all our secret doors, and at this point probably just leave them open, because who the hell cares? By all means. And, um, I mean, I'm aware that there are other things down here that, you know, will doubtless be interested to know that Vordekai's dead and probably want to kill us for it, but they're probably going to work that out when we walk into the room anyway. Uh, actually, you already know that there's actually not all that many things down here. Yeah. Um, because there's a question of how many of those things are going to actually be able to respond to this. Yeah. How many of them are actually intelligent in yeah. the first place? Because the zombie cyclopses are quite distinctly um, not particularly. Yeah. Um, it, it requires a little intelligence to realise that Mordecai is gone and then formulate a new plan in his absence. Yeah. Okay. So we are heading, heading up this corridor. Okay. So you're heading to W12. Okay, so this one has a set of stairs um, leading up, presumably to the first level, going yeah. out the bottom there, Yeah, um, up where W11 is. Um, then the room itself here has another set of big, big closed double doors over at the end, and around the room there are freezers all over the walls of this 
thing. And when you come to look at it again, you realise that the entire walls and ceiling and floor are just this great freeze of one enormous blobular creature. It is just sort of... There is only the dimmest outline of it, and it blurks and blurges in. It doesn't seem to have any real form, just a number of blurking... um, a number of blurking blob-like things, no tendrils coming off it, um, or rather, sorry, there are tendrils coming off it, little tiny short things at the end, almost like feelers, like, um, what am I thinking of here? Uh, no, it's gone. But like little tiny tentacles as opposed to big octopus type ones. Yeah. Um, uh, several, several thousand of those around on this giant freezer thing. And then there are all these creatures and things floating in it, it appears. Ew. Um, they appear to be quite happy. They look like they are singing and dancing. But as you look closer to it, the artistry has been incredibly well done. They look like they're singing and dancing madly. Their faces contorted with a simultaneous happiness and terror. Yeah. As if they're caught up in a song they can't resist and are losing their minds over it. Um... This lovely freeze appears to serve no purpose other than artistry. Um, the room is pitch dark, and there are a couple of lanterns on little shrines around the room, and a cup stained with some dark residue. And that's it? There's nobody in here? There is no one in here. Okay. But uh, you weren't necessarily expecting anyone. Yeah, um, where did Pedro, not Pedro, say Zamath was? Past these doors, so further into here. Okay, cool. So Specifically, uh, this is the holding cell. Yep. So we will press on into the next room, ignoring for the moment the staircase up. Yep. Kayla moves over to the doors. Wait. I don't like this. This room seems deeply religious. This is... It seems a little too easy to just be to be able to walk out of here right down to where the guard cells are. Give me a moment. She inspects the doors carefully and searches around the room for traps and things. Yep. And finds them again. Yep. Because she hasn't rolled anything less than an 18 on her search checks thus far. She's doing great. I'm so proud of her. She's alright. There's a trap here. On these altars, I think they're going to burst out into something. Uh, likely a magical explosion of some kind if we touch the doors without... I think comp- completing the ritual. It's. It looks to be something to do with lighting the way with these lanterns, but... I have no idea what this is supposed to entail. I can't make my knowledge religion check high enough. I'm failing by three. Okay. To know what the ritual is supposed to be, and she cannot disarm the trap, period, because she doesn't have disabled device. Okay, so could I toss a extra d6 at the... Yep. The GM wholeheartedly encourages d6s. Cool. All She's right. got hero points as well. Yeah, but I've got more. Yep. Alright, so I will toss one at... Do you want to roll a d6, or shall I? No, I can roll a d6. That is, alas, not enough, however. She is still one under the DC she needs. Mm. At 
which point I will ask her to spend a fate point on yep. pulling this off. Which she will. She rolls a d6. She adds... Um, it doesn't matter because at this point... It actually it does because if, if, she, if she gets five over it, ah, yeah. which she does with the six, yep. uh, we'll give her a slight bit of extra information, which is probably not madly going to matter. Um, of course. Let me think. The Outer Darkness... Goes over and looks at these lanterns. It's about lighting the way. Look, one of these is completely fuel, the other is completely empty. Yeah, let me just actually look at what the details here. This cup, ritual. Uh, she shows it to you in the darkness. You see the dark stain? Blood, I wager. Oh, yeah, that sounds in keeping with the case. Do you need some? We need to light our offering. We need to light our offering to the gods. Boil it in the fire so that its scent will reach them. Uh, yes. Okay. A lot, I fear. <laughs> nothing I didn't do. Uh, nothing I didn't do about sixteen times on that centre run. Good bit cleaner somehow. And Caleb will draw. Put ten hit points worth into that, please. Yep. And Kaelin just does so. Yep. And, um... Let me tell you... Let me tell you what they used to do uh, uh, to you, um... Uh, uh, this, um... A bit sissy... And Kaelin, you know, doesn't even particularly flinch yep. badly. Uh, yep, let me Kaelin tell you what... really not comfortable with cutting herself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me tell you about orcish initiation rituals sometime. Well, and he will b- actually yep. bind his arm afterwards because he had to make a pretty big cut in it. I think that should do it. Hold on. I doubt your blood smells particularly... Hold on a moment. I doubt your blood smells particularly delightful. She takes one of the lanterns, pours in the other so they are both half full of oil, lights them both, and then pours the blood into the top. And as it hits the flame, the blood begins to boil unnaturally quickly and boils off entirely, putting a foul smell into the air. And there is a click noise, and the doors at the end just open. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Did I forgive us? <laughs> Did I and whoever forgive us? It's what we need to do to get through. Alright. Uh, there is a little staircase going up there, and then a thing going that way. Uh, go up the little staircase. Yeah. Up it. Uh, okay, look again, looks to. Uh, I guess Mordecai never quite got time to finish his lair. Look, there's the beginnings of a secret door here, but this leads nowhere. It's a dead end. Okay. Back the other way? Yep. Okay. You walk in, um, and this chamber appears to be. Um, this is now. W14. W13 yep. is effectively just the corridor leading to yep. the staircase. Uh, this is basically a chamber with a couple of big pillars in it. Um, nothing appears to be here. The two of you walk forward, well, three of you walk forward. The moment you put a foot into the room, there is suddenly a foul smelling, damp, misty smell in the room, and then a <laughs> as something appears between the two pillars, and you see some sort of 
uh, bizarre-looking lobster creature. It looks like a lobster man with a squid sitting on its head. Mm-hmm. Yep. Pretty good descriptor. Yep. Um, and it appears, stares at you for a moment, and you hear its voice in your head. Trespasses. In whose name do you dare intrude on the inner sanctum of Vordekai? What is your... Uh, sorry, uh, was it... No, sorry. Blip. Brett Collins, that yep. again. Yep. In whose name do you dare to intrude upon the inner sanctums of the great old ones? And it stares at you. In the name of Vordekai. Click, click, click. You may see the prisoner. Do not attempt to remove her. And it just stands out there watching you. Okay. And you go past it. Yep. And That doesn't solve the problem on the way out, but... Inside the room... Uh, this room is pretty obviously a prison. Bars, cells, manacles hanging off the wall. This place has seen a lot of blood. It is steeped red into the stone. Caleb yeah. has a very good idea exactly how much torture you need to get that effect going. Yeah. Um, none of it recent. This is all old, but incredibly preserved again. Um, and just standing in the corner of the room, her eyes flickering slightly, but otherwise completely immobile, is Zamanth. Appears to be paralysed? Appears to be paralysed. Right. Like, you can put two and two together. She's not moving, she's clearly alive. You have a lich here that has a paralysing touch. Yeah. She's yeah. been paralysed. And her eyes flicker slightly to you. She sees you and, and blinks very slowly, and that's the extent of her interaction. Yeah, and Kaylin's eye just goes down. And you can hear some very slight, like... Mm-hmm noises out from her as she can appears to be basically capable of breathing and seeing fine on her own but not necessarily enough to vocalise or obviously move yeah uh, and this is actually some ways off and around the corner you know you're a good couple of hundred feet away from the creature at this point it can't see you and it probably can't hear you unless it's possessed of pretty good ears Kaelin will um, whisper in a very low voice to Michaela um, in an orcish. Alright, what's the plan here? Give the kid Skybolt, take the paralysis off her, get this thing to do something useful and go kill that thing? And on this thing he nods to not Pedro. I suspect that that out there is the servant of the outer dark that that our divination spoke of. It's likely to both be reasonably intelligent, although clearly summoned for a specific set of circumstances. And I don't think that, my, that this zombie will be doing will, will be up to doing a great deal against it. It will probably be shredded in very short order, which is fine. Or where it came from, right? We've got a lot more of this dungeon to get through. And we need to get the kid out of here somehow. Well, we could simply use the Kayla method and go and hack it repeatedly with axes. 
I'd... Or you can try something a little more clever. What did you have in mind? Tell that Vordekai wants the, wants the kid for an inspection? I doubt it's overly in the habit of simply handing out prisoners. Yeah, it'd have to be pretty thick to buy that one. But if it was a troll, it was a troll that that actually works on trolls. Let us in. I wonder. Don't worry, Smith. We'll be back. She beckons to you. She to leave again. You yep. walk out. The the creature just stands there and watches you. Um, when you walk back in, um, it doesn't by rote give you the same reply again. It simply watches you and moves out of your way again. Yep. And you go straight through again. Well, it clearly recognizes it clearly recognizes us. I wonder what would happen if we left here with someone who wasn't the prisoner. You can disguise people. Of course. I cannot guarantee it will fool the creature, it will depend on its capacity to see through these things. But what have we got to lose? But how can we I mean, it's intelligent, right? So we move yeah, further yeah, back. You're, up now, the you're now back in Samantha's cell again. Basically, yeah. you leave, yeah. go back up the corridor, the demon watches you leave, yeah. watches you come back, doesn't attempt to interfere with your business. I mean, it knows there were two of us and not three down here, right? Is it going to be suspicious when we walk back up with three? Uh, or do I drink my potion of invisibility and just try and walk out past it? Now, that is an interesting idea. Three of us head out. To enter, to leave. I can work with this. I mean, I don't know how you're going to make her look like me. Uh, well, covering up the legs is a problem. She walks round some out studying her for a moment. But nothing that can't be done with a few cloaks, some heavy baggage, and the right way of walking. You, you have a certain gait about you that should be reasonably replicable. <laughs> Caitlin looks like he doesn't know whether to be offended or not and decides <laughs> or not because he doesn't understand what she said. <laughs> she says, I... I have confidence in my own capacities. No one has ever seen through one of my disguises yet. That's... Comforting, Caelan says in a voice that uh, suggests that he's not overly comforted. And I have some, and I have some item, some magic that will assist us. All right. Well, I won't drink the potion till the last second, but let's start by taking the paralysis off her. Um, kid, keep your voice down, and don't, don't, don't make any sudden moves. She is now out of remove paralysis scrolls. Um, and it's a man. Quietly cracks all her limbs. Thank Mother Moon you've come. She, well, GM talks in a normal volume. Yeah, She's yeah. whispering. Thank Mother Moon that you've come. I. She lights it up. I didn't know what was going to happen next. That. One of the. One of those giant zombies comes in periodically to. Feed me gruel enough to keep me alive. Vortikai's been here. He said that I was his guest. That I would be kept here until he had time. 
until he had absorbed the knowledge that he had already taken. Do you know what he's talking about? He showed me a jar, said he'd be putting me in it. It was a, it's a, it was a soul jar. He um, kept souls, kept souls of prisoners, and um, read their minds to gain knowledge of the land. It doesn't kill people. He cast a spell on me. He read through my thoughts. He wanted to know things about you, your cities. I don't know what I gave him. <laughs> It doesn't matter much anymore, kid. He's dead. And Kayla and I killed him on the way in. I... I, I was going to... Well, that's that's great, but I was going to stop him. And, and slay him and save my people. I, I found out that liches are vulnerable, so... I, I went vulnerable to magical weapons that can crack bones, so I, I bought down one of one of the tribe's things. Took it off me. It was a heroic impulse, kid, but it, it, it didn't work out great for you, did it? What happened to you could have been a lot worse than how it went down. You need to stop pulling these stunts or you're going to get yourself killed before you hit your next birthday. I, I didn't do too badly. You must have seen the three of them, the two of them that I dropped on the way in. You haven't. But you've come here by a different method. Uh, no, kid, we came in by the back entrance. But There's if, a back entrance? Uh, <sighs> but, um, but if you took out two of those big cyclopses, then you did damn well. But I never doubted you were a good warrior. Uh, what, you, what you lack isn't uh, fighting skills, it's sense. Anyway, we can have this conversation and much more emphatically on the way out. For now, if you want to be a credit to your people, Caitlin fishes off Skybolt off his back and hands it over. You're going to do your best impression of me so we can get out of here and you can help us fight Cyclopses on the way back out. If the two of you would be kind enough to turn your backs for a moment. <laughs> you do so, presumably. Yeah. You hear Michaela muttering and casting something beside behind you. Um, when you turn around... Um, she is holding her veil in her hand and still wearing it at the same time. Ah, right, okay. <laughs> That's a good trick. Um, she leans over and puts it around. She says, hold on a moment. Puts it around Zamath's mouth and Zamath changes. <laughs> she says, look at Kaelin, concentrate on him. And Zamath shifts and changes. Good. That's a start. Now we need about 20 minutes and some paint. And she reaches in and pulls out her disguise kit. Yeah. Uh, as she puts a disguise, disguising magical item on Zanath and then proceeds to use her um, mundane disguise skill as well. Yep. And does Zanath up as the best Kaelin that she can, taking a minus 10 penalty because Zanath is large. Yeah. And is having to impersonate a half-orc. Yeah. Uh, when she gets done, however, because you're pretty much going to walk out... This. Uh, can Kaylin give me a spot check? Do it to penetrate this disguise. Sixteen. Uh, Watching this is creepy. Yeah. Um, over the course of about twenty minutes, she paints the map, tells her to bend here, hold her head here, um, 
pulls out some metal finery and folds it around her like full plate. She says, it won't hold up to a blow, but it'll do for the look. And slowly and inexorably as that changes into Kaylin, she looks exactly like what you see in a mirror. If you ran into her on the street, you and you would think you were looking into a mirror. Mm-hmm. It looks that much like Kaylin. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is a 36 on her disguise check. <laughs> well, when you're ready. You're an amazing lady, but you do creep me out a little sometimes. Nice one. And Kaelin will draw and immediately drink his potion of invisibility. Yep. And then leave leave the room. Yeah. You guys walk out of the room. You walk past the creature again. Yep. It rolls a spot check opposing Kayla's disguise and at Omega 28 will not achieve that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it Excuse me. It watches the three of you go by um and you see its eyes look over Kaelin, and it stares at you as you walk past an invisible and its head tracks you. It can see you. Yeah. Clear as a bell. You're invisible. Yeah. It doesn't seem to have any difficulty working out you're there or following you. But it's unfazed by the fact that there's two Kaelins? It is unfazed by the fact that there's two Kaelins. The prisoner is not leaving. That's oh, okay. all it cares about. Okay, it's it's got specific instructions. All good? Okay. Uh, you cannot sneak the prisoner out invisibly because he will see it going. Yeah. Any other method that works past it. Uh-huh. All right. And we will walk straight out of the room, round the corner. And, and you hear that slight click, click, click noise of its claws clacking. It just sort of leans back against the wall and continues to fulfill its function. Yep. And we will head back into W12 and round the corner and up the stairs. Yep. And you are wherever you are, uh, back in the um, back in the main room, back, heading back towards the tower pits. Yep. Wherever it is you wish to go. No, we want to. Um... Oh, you're going up back up to level one. Yep. Right. So. Seeking an entrance that doesn't seeking an exit that doesn't come with a uh, mass player. Backwards, backwards ass tomb delphi. Mm-hmm. Secret doors in the other way. Okay. Michaela. Michaela, so. Do you wish to keep this up for your own entertainment? Or? No, 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 but we're far enough away. I'd be, I, I for one would be much more comfortable if you took it off her. It's just going to confuse the shit out of our people. Zabath? My veil? That takes it off. Looks a little bit less scaly, not significantly. Yeah. Uh, still beats your spot check. Yeah. Um, and hands the veil over to Michaela, who puts it back on over the top of her other veil, and it disappears. Yeah. Because <laughs> she's totally got a veil illusion or something up there. Yes. Yes, she does. Yeah. <laughs> this woman has everything covered, so she doesn't have to take her veil off, doesn't she? Yes. Yes, she does. <laughs> you... March up the stairs. The man has no trouble fitting through here. It's yep. like being a horse. It's designed for so we're, size. we spend some minutes with we spend some minutes unkilling the man. If you desire, it will take time. Though. 
Oh, alright. Okay, well, if, I suppose we'd best just get on with it then. Uh, you go back and you walk up the stairs. And I will make certain Zamant's got, you know, enough. I will give, I've given Zamant Skybolt and a significant quantity of arrows so that she has the capacity to fight again. Uh, there must be a doorway here somewhere. I mean, we know the level is beyond this wall. Can't find it. Oh well, we did buy five of the things. Attack secret floors. <laughs> and money well spent, I gotta say. Shocker! There's a secret door! Yeah, it's pretty revelationary. The traps are more of a problem, but the um secret doors are definitely not proof we get Michaela's combination of um yeah, there's a secret door. You find it. You yep. open it. Um, this leads you into a long hallway, um, extending past a bronze door. There's a couple of um, there. There is a couple of cyclopean statues down here in this hallway, both yep. standing standing on either side with great stone axes over their shoulders, um, and. That's about it for what you see. Um, yeah, bunch of sta- uh, in fact, there are a bunch of statues in here. There are 16 statues going down this corridor, all of Cyclopean warriors of various kinds. Um, and there is a door very loosely at the other end that you can see. Yep. Alright. Um, did you get this far down, kid? Do you remember any of this? Uh, well, I got a little way in, then I got beaten unconscious by these big zombie things with axes. But but only unconscious, they didn't kill me or anything. But no, I would have been out cold if I came through this part. Alright. And Kaelin's... Pedro knows nothing of it either. Yeah, it's not his floor. Kaelin stares at the statues. Are they magical? Uh... They are not. You detect no magic in the room that is not coming from your own people. Cool. Alright. At least within 60 feet of you. Then let's just head through the room. Pedrod can leave. Yep, no problem. Mm-hmm. Do you want to send Pedrod across the room by yourself, by himself, or just... Um... Yeah, no, uh, he, can be 20, he can be 20 or 30 feet in front of everyone else. Okay, so Pedrod walks along into the room... Um, Although, of course, <laughs> Pedro might not set off anything that isn't here. Uh, you are walking along through the room, and Pedro puts a foot on something, and there is a click noise. And let's see what happens here. Then there is a simultaneous bang! Bang! From in front and behind you, as you look round, two large iron portcullises go bang down on either end of the corridor. Um, and then you hear a noise as water begins seemingly pouring in through the stone ceiling itself. Uh, and. Yep. Yeah. So, click, bang, portcullises fall, water pours in, there is a listen check for both of everyone involved here. 
22. So you and Zamanth both look round to the sides as click, click, grrrr, Two secret doors in either side of the hallway open to reveal little alcoves with dread zombie cyclopses standing in them. Yep. They start to walk out into the now slightly ankle-deep water that is flooding the room. Um, and that is what occurs this round. Oh, okay. The room begins, seals off at both ends and begins to flood with water while the undead creatures walk out to a costume, presumably. Yep. Alright, and it being 10.24... Yep, we can leave it be there. Uh, that seems like a suitably dramatic... Yay, somebody set off the river trap. Yeah. I'm happy now. <laughs> yeah, what I should have done is had Michaela lead the way. Uh, she failed to find it. Oh, right, so... Uh, rolled a search check as she was heading down the corridor. She yeah. went, ah, there's nothing here. It's all yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Well, that's fair enough. I mean, it's not like this is her thing. Failed the search check to see that the room had portcullises at either end, then proceeded to fail the search check to find the flood trap. Sweet. Well, I'm happy now, because it's not um, nearly young. Because I've watched this one that far. So yes, you have slain Vordekai. Yes. But now... Can we make it out of here? Can you make it out of here alive? Or will people simply leave your bones to float down here in the deep and presume that Vordekai has slain you all? Yes. Dun, dun, dun. 